Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. This is the State of California. Doug Sovereign is away today. As we've been reporting in a rare show of bipartisan support, a UC Berkeley IGS poll found that more than three quarters of all California voters think we should be making changes to how we overturn laws. Supporters say the current rules can mislead voters and it's often unclear who exactly is funding these measures. For more on the referendum process, we're joined live today on the case. KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Larry Gersten, KCBS political analyst and San Jose State political science professor emeritus. Thank you, as always, for joining us. Let's start by talking about some of the problems. Where are voters feeling misled? Is it at the signature process when they go to vote, the whole deal? Well, the poll uh, went to all of those areas, and, uh, and, and the results, of course, are rather fascinating, especially when it comes to basic questions like, you know, what do you think about the language? You know, anybody reading the language on, on these polls has to be a constitutional legal scholar to understand the, the double negatives, the triple positives, all that stuff. And clearly, uh, four-fifths of the folks say, give us language we can understand. This is all about transparency. And uh, clearly, the voters feel that there's not a lot of transparency, not only in terms of language, but also in terms of who's behind the proposed legislation uh, and, and the reasons that they have. Uh, so, so this is an attempt uh, to shine a light. Now, now, the proof is in the pudding, as they say, because uh, once we get something on the ballot, should there be something that, uh, dealing with one or more of these issues, uh, you're going to get a real big pushback from large uh, pro-business interests that use the referenda as a way of undoing legislation. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the way it is now for a reason. It's working for someone. Who benefits from, from the way that the system works right now? Well, those who are able to, uh, to amass enough signatures in a quick enough time using often uh, money, uh, sometimes $2, $3, as high as $10 uh, per valid signature, to qualify uh, the issues, five percent of of the uh, voters who participated in the last gubernatorial election, several hundred thousand. So, so you've got to be able to move quickly. You've got to be able to amass uh, uh, an army, so to speak, uh, across the state to get these signatures. And not everybody can do that. Uh, and so, in the process, what we see is, is a system that, that benefits those who have these kinds of resources. Business. So, for example, in the 2024 um, uh, ballot, you're going to have two such referenda. Uh, one qualified by the oil industry to uh, undo a bill uh, limiting uh, how far or how close, I should say, oil, oil derricks and other facilities can be to homes, schools, parks, things like that. And, and another one undoing a, a law passed by the legislature a couple of years ago, providing higher minimum wages for fast food workers. In one case, you've got the oil industry amassing all kinds of uh, funds to get the signatures. And in the other case, you've got uh, the, uh, the, the uh, 
food industry, and it's powerful uh, to amass the, the, the funds to undo this. And, and, and really, that's only the first part, because then you've got the election itself. And you're going to see millions, perhaps more than $100, $200 million in each case uh, to try to get the voters to see things the way these interests would like them to be seen. Well, you mentioned the paid signature gatherers, and that is one of the area where the people who answered this poll said that that's not necessarily what they they want to see. Right. Uh, People don't like, you know, all of this happens because California today is so different from the way it was when these changes were passed by the voters, the, the initiative, the referendum, and the recall in the name of direct democracy uh, way back in, in the early 1900s. And in those days, of course, we didn't have the capabilities, uh, whether they are electronic, uh, whether they are uh, 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 physical, where, uh, where you find lots of people at places like like uh, like big uh, facilities where you sell, where you, show, you know, places like... Uh, Malls and whatnot. We don't have. We didn't have those in those days. So people went house to house. They went house to house, and these tended to be in those days volunteers. But you know what? A lot of things have changed in a hundred plus years, and this is one of those areas. Well, when we see this much bipartisan support in the poll, do you think this means that it really is time for for this to change? Do you think something is going to succeed in changing this? This is one of those questions where, if the election were held today. Would these things pass? The answer from these polls clearly is yes. But then you have all this time uh, for these powerful interests to work their will with the voters. And and believe you me, by the time they're done with the television campaigns, with the literature that they mail out, with the social media, all these different assets that they have unlimited funds for – People begin to think differently. And, and, and even that, that first question about would you support or oppose requiring a minimum proportion of signatures to be collected by volunteers, that only had 50 percent. That only had 50 percent. Sure, 15 percent said no, but 35 percent, I don't know. That's weak. That's very weak in terms of support. Yeah, they could be looking for an argument that they see in a television commercial making it partisan, and then people will end up having an opinion on that one way or the other, mm-hmm. to your point. Yep. So how can we tell when these signature gatherers come back out, if they're telling the truth? Do you have any tips for people when they feel overwhelmed? We'll start with the signature process, move on to the ballot. You know, Megan, I've been doing this a long time, and, and, and even I get confused by some of these things. And I'm going to tell you a secret I have that I'm going to share with you and everybody else. I love it. When I'm, confu- when I'm confused about these proposals, what I do is go to the various interest groups and see which ones they support and which ones they don't. And then you look at your own values. You plug in your own values with those groups that parallel those values. And that, that's a great way to go ahead and, and determine you know, which way you ought to vote. Uh, it's simple. Uh, it cuts some corners, absolutely. We're not doing the homework ourselves, but in a sense, others have done it for us. So, for example, if you if you line up with public interest groups, you know, like the Sierra Club or things like that, and you see how they vote, well, maybe I vote that way. On the other hand, if you if you line up with uh, like the Chamber of Commerce and other groups like that, and you you're, you're uh, comfortable with that, well, that's why I'm going to vote. These kinds of endorsements, in some ways, are a shortcut way for us to find our way through this morass to get to the actual vote we want to give. 
all of the analysis and now all of the secrets and tips. Thank you so much, <laughs> Larry Gersten, KCBS political analyst at San Jose State, political science professor emeritus. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It is also available on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.